Hello, and welcome to the Skull and Flowers podcast. I am Skull, and I'm here with flower number one. Hi, I'm Lavender. And flower number two. Hi, I'm Rose. Wow, we have Lavender here with us instead of Blossom. What an interesting concept. So today, (laughs) we are going to talk about Aesop's fable... The Goose That Laid Golden Eggs. We are going to talk about greed, impatience, and what do we do when we just want something so bad we don't know what to do with ourselves. So, with that, Lavender, can you please read the fable? The Goose That Laid the Golden Eggs. A man and his wife had the good fortune to possess a goose which laid a golden egg every day. Lucky though they were, they soon began to think they were not getting rich fast enough, and imagining the bird must be made of gold inside, they decided to kill it in order to secure the whole store of precious metal at once. But when they cut it open, they found it was just like any other goose. Thus, they neither got rich all at once, as they had hoped, nor enjoyed any longer the daily addition to their wealth. Much once more and loses all. Okay, so let's start with Rose. What does this make you think of? Well, it makes me think of, like, people who are really impatient for Mm -hmm. things. Like, sometimes, um, maybe... So, like, for me, sometimes I'm at school, and I have to write, like, a whole essay, right? So, I have to do the final draft... And I'm like, I already did this a ton of times already. Mm. And I keep having to correct it over and over again. So then when I do the final draft, it usually looks a little messy. And then they can't read it. And then I have to do it all over again. Yeah, yeah, okay, interesting. How about you, Lavender? It's like those rich people that just want to keep getting richer. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's kind of like never enough once you have enough money to get the iPhone, you have to get the nicest iPhone, yeah. and then the iPhone is not enough, you have to get something even more advanced. Yeah, because like everybody at school, once I see something they want, they want it immediately. It's like mm-hmm. like when I was littler, like I used to play with Legos a lot, and um, and so once, once we get a Lego set, um, we're like, we get bored of playing it with it for like a week or so and then we want another one and when your parents won't give it to you you cut them open to see if there's legos inside (laughs) (laughs) um well not exactly i hope not i hope not okay so i guess this makes me think of like buying a big bag of candy and once i have like a couple of pieces of it i can never stop wanting it so eventually what happens is that i eat the whole bag and then of course there's no candy left and then i'm left with nothing but a stomach ache. Uh, That's kind of what happens to me with talkies. Oh, you got a talkies lover here. Okay, (laughs) so I hear that you have a modern version of this story. Rose, could you tell your modern version of this story? Yes, I can. So, once there was a boy who was spoiled with the newest video games as well as toys. But one day, he was waiting for his newest video game to download, but it was taking too long. So the boy went to his dad and told him to get a new one. But that was also taking too long. So the boy kept downloading games over and over again until his Xbox exploded. Oh my gosh, I bet that's a really (laughs) real risk. The Xbox people were like, all right, if someone tries to get more than five, the result, exploding Xbox. We don't care about safety. (laughs) 
Okay, that, I liked that. How about you, uh, Lavender? What's your modern version? Okay, so once there was this girl that really liked to text with her friend. Um, so every evening she texted her friend, but she kept wanting to text her more and more because it was really fun and they had interesting to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah, texting is just so fun. Yep. <laughs> and um, so she kept texting her friend like every like minute, which really annoyed her friend. So it turned out that her friend blocked her because she was being so annoying. <laughs> so she never like really got a text with her friend again. Okay, I like that. I like that. I especially like that. Uh, again, neither of them ended with anyone cutting anyone open. So that's very important. <laughs> okay. So, question: Do you think this story is more about impatience or greed? I feel like they were trying to aim it like more towards greed, mm-hmm. but it could be impatience too. Yeah, because I mean, none of us are farmers, but I think that like if a chicken is laying eggs, it's not like all the eggs are already in the chicken. Why don't we just get them out now? Like you have to wait for them day by day. It's common sense, people. Common sense. Uh, So, so right. This one has a moral built into it, but, and it's all about greed. But for me, I'm like, uh, for farmers, they didn't really seem to know how geese lay eggs. Yeah. I think it's kind of, about impatience because in the story it says something about them like we they were like being impatient about waiting for so long like for one egg every single day only one because you know how like like kind of what you said when we want candy we want like a lot of it but then usually oh if we eat like a ton of it something bad might happen like you might get a stomach ache in the story it says um they soon began to think they were not getting rich fast enough so yeah it works it kind of leads you know what if i was getting solid gold the size of an egg i probably could wait a week i know i wouldn't wouldn't mind i know the you have to be thankful for what you have. There you go. Actually, so that that's a great point, and it brings me to my next question. So we live in a time that is actually way more comfortable uh, in terms of what we have in our houses than when Aesop lived. You know, we have electricity as an example. So what are some things that you are just used to having that you don't even think about them, but they're actually really nice to have? And I'll go first. Refrigerators. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, we, we, we had a time period where our refrigerator was giving us trouble. And having a refrigerator that just works was very nice. Uh-huh. Um, for me, I think it's spinny chairs. Spinny chairs. Spinny chairs. Out of all the inventions <laughs> in modern times, spinny chairs are the ones that you're most thankful for. Yeah, because maybe you have, like, um, our mom has, like, the desk that um it's kind of like an n shape like a a u shape a u shape yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that makes your sense (laughs) so like a u shape so it would be a u shape and you can just like spin around so you don't have to keep moving your chair because you know like all the chairs at school only the teachers get the spinny chairs so we whenever we want to move to another side we'd have to go like "Eh, eh," moving moving there. Now I have to finally sit down. Oh, wait, now I have to go back there again. I am sure whoever invented the spinny chair is very happy to hear that because I think <laughs> they were like, that is not what I expected the answer to be. <laughs> okay, how about you, Lavender? 
lights. Lights? Yeah, lights. electric Cause, lights. Yeah, because, like, we use it so often, we kind of just use it, like, automatically now. Like, we just, like, switch on the light, like, automatically when we enter the room. But, like, without, like, the light, we kind of just, like... We use candles, <laughs> and I really enjoy our house not burning down all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a, a family favorite, house not burning down. Especially when you have blankets. Mm-hmm. And curtains. Okay. Now that's you, why everybody should own a pool, so they can yeah. jump in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> okay. Um... Rose, you kind of hinted at this. I said candy for myself. What is something that once you have started doing it, started consuming it, whatever the case may be, that it is very hard for you to stop? Okay, so mine is TV. You mean iPad? TV. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even allowed to go on the iPad that much. Okay, so TV. So TV is the one that, like, if you started at 8 in the morning, you just want to go all day. Well, sometimes it depends. Like, maybe I'm watching a really, really good show. I don't want to stop it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm really tired or I'm like, this is getting boring. I've already watched it before. Or maybe it's something I just don't like. Or maybe I think that there's something else to do. Like, maybe I want to craft something. Okay. All right. And Lavender, what's something for you that's hard to stop once you've started? Definitely sleeping. Uh. Uh, I don't know what to say because sleeping is good. Yeah, yeah but like, like, are you like ever waking up in the middle of the night? And um, it's like really hard to like fall back asleep, but you like want to fall back asleep like so much. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like when my leg is growing in or, the middle of the night and I can't fall asleep again, but I don't want to wake my parents up because they'll get really angry at me. Yeah, I know that feeling. Or like, um, like you know, like waking up to school to go to school, and you're like, no, I want to go back to sleep. Oh yes, that's definitely me. Definitely me. <laughs> okay, so we can all relate to the farmers here because we all have something that once we get a little bit of it, we get used to it, and then immediately all we want is more of that thing, right? So we all have the thing. Like soda. So how can you know if the part of your brain that wants that thing is taking over, I don't know, let's call it the smarter part of your brain? I'm sure you've had this feeling like you're on the iPad, someone tells you to stop, and then... Part of your brain is like, I should listen to my parents. And then the other part is, this game is amazing. I know. That like always happens to me. Okay, so what should you do when you hear those two voices? So sometimes it's kind of like a thing that happens to you to show you that you're doing too much of that and maybe you should do something else. It's when... Your leg, your arm, your hand falls asleep. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I'm thinking more in terms of what thoughts because people, it's it's weird. We don't just have like a thought that's like, I am going to do this. It's like part of you is like, I really want to do this. And the other part is like, I know I probably shouldn't. So how oh, do you, that's like, how do you like figure out what to listen to? That like always happens to me. Like it's like time to do the dishes and I'm like, oh, I should do the dishes. But I'm like on the computer and like, eh. They're like maybe just like ten more minutes of this game, but then like when ten minutes is up, I'm like okay, just like five more minutes. And yeah, like, 
Okay, yeah. One thing that helps me is probably motivation. Like, whenever I'm doing the dishes, I know I'm really angry. Like, oh, why do I have to do the dishes? But then mm-hmm. my motivation is, like, once I'm done doing the dishes, I can watch TV. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's one strategy. But I think the hardest thing in all of those strategies is that... I think that the part of us that wants to do the thing we know we shouldn't just kind of like speaks louder and that feels more like our real selves and then like the part telling us not to do it is just like this, you should not be doing that. (laughs) The part that's telling us to do the thing that we shouldn't do is greed. Greed, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I don't have an answer to this. Is just to, the best I can say is that we should try to be aware of when that conflict is going on to be like, um, maybe don't pay so much attention to the greedy side, but if you're like, great, Dad, then how can we become more aware? And it's like, uh, by being more aware. <laughs> Let's do some uh, flipped morals. What if the husband was using the golden eggs to go gamble every night and he was a terrible gambler and he was losing more money than they were making from the eggs so the wife was like I have got to get rid of this goose that that would be better because she's doing it for a good reason you need a good reason I mean it is a good, a good reason to, to to get rid of a goose <laughs> And like no, no, she should have given herself. No, no, she should have gave it to someone poor. Yeah. <laughs> then the next day, she's like, I don't know what happened to that goose. Yeah, honestly. I ran away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Well, I think that was a really good discussion of this fable, and I think we thought about it more than we otherwise would have if we hadn't chatted about it. <laughs> so, our next item is tough questions with Dad. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather jump off the world's tallest building or dive down to the bottom of the sea? Um, but, like, with safety equipment on. Oh, safety like equipment. With safety equipment, that makes a, a big difference. Uh, I think I would rather jump from the tallest building because yeah. Um, yeah. I don't... Yeah, <laughs> that's a better choice. I don't really... Um, I think that sea animals look a lot like monsters, and those are just the ones that are near yeah. the surface. So if you went all the way to the ocean floor in like the deepest part, I have no idea what kind of weirdo sea life there would like, be there, and I would be very frightened. Like one time, my friend um, they showed me a book of all these like um, sea monsters, mm-hmm. and I got so freaked out by them that I didn't even want to look at the pictures. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but what, you probably would have been the first man to touch the ocean floor unless someone. I, I think I someone can, already did. I can oh. live without that. I can live without that. Because jumping also, off the tallest building would be like skydiving. Yeah, yeah. it would be funner. Yeah. Funner. It would probably be more fun to do I mean, it out of a plane, which is higher than the tallest building. Yeah. yeah. I want to go skydiving. I just hope I don't die. And why is everything about dying today? <laughs> I know. That goose. <laughs> the goose would just fly out of the plane, so it would be fine. It's contagious. Okay. Tough question. Uh, my tough question is, what was the first thing you ever did when you got your first phone? The first thing I ever again. did when I got my first phone. So I had a cell phone before smartphones. So we we even called it an emergency phone. So most likely the very first thing I did when I had an emergency phone was 
to call my parents to tell them I was going to be later than expected. Wow. It's very, very unexciting. But then that's how about your, like, the smartphones? Smartphones. Probably wanted to see if I could really get the internet working because that was a pretty amazing thing <laughs> to get the internet when you were walking around outside. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's one thing we take for granted too the internet. Yeah, yeah. internet. Okay. All right. Who's got some recommendations for me? Rose. So, my recommendation is The Last Kids on Earth, the book, and the movie. I mean, no, not the movie, the show. Okay, and why would people like The Last Kids on Earth? Because there's no geese? Yes. <laughs> um, it has, it's an apocalypse, and it's really, really funny. Are you saying that the apocalypse <laughs> is funny? Just clarification. I mean, it's a little bit, like, scary, but in, like, a good way. It's not, like, scary, like... You want to, like, run away, and you want to close your eyes, yeah. and you're going to have nightmares at night. It's, like, the good kind of scary, like the funny scary. Okay, yeah. you heard it here first. According to Rose, the apocalypse is hilarious. <laughs> Why is everything I say today coming out wrong? <laughs> okay, Lavender, what's your recommendation? Um, mine is the Small Spaces series. It's a horror series. Um, it's It's a book series. Um, and it's, like, about these three children, not children, um, three almost teenagers. Middle schoolers. Yeah, middle schoolers that, like, go on these, like, scary adventures. And it's not really adventures. It's kind of like they're forced to do it. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> they get taken along on spooky happenings. Yeah. Okay. And what's the age group for Last Kids on Earth? I would say... Um, well, if you can read chapter books, you should start reading them. Okay, all right. Actually, if you can start reading words, start reading them. Wow, uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, I would not recommend The Last Kids on the Earth for your four-year-old learning to sound out words. <laughs> okay. Lavender, what's the age range for small spaces? Probably, like, nine to... 13? Okay, if a nine-year-old well, reads this and gets scared, are they going to send an angry letter? Maybe. Okay, 10-year-old. <laughs> oh, okay, 10. All right, great. So, any final thoughts before you wrap up today's episode? Don't be greedy. Don't or be patient. greedy. Be yeah. nice to geese. <laughs> yeah, especially don't kill them. Let them migrate. Wait, does it even migrate? I think they yeah. migrate. They like to cross the road maybe, really slowly. Maybe yes. Maybe if geese never migrated, they could lay golden eggs. That's that's um. probably the case. Okay. And with that, I want to say thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye.